Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of Too Many Hobbies. I am your host with Too Many Hobbies, Brian Althorpe. Today we are going to be talking about how I've made money using my hobbies in the last couple of years and what I've done to get there. So let's get into it. guys well a topic I've been wanting to do for a while is talk about how I've used my hobbies to create income and what I mean by that is I've used skills that I have in my hobbies that I have been able to turn into a side business and actually earn supplemental money from and I think that that's an important topic to touch on Especially if somebody has a full-time job and they're looking to make money off of the things that they enjoy doing. And for me, that was creating videos and as well as taking photos. And since I got good at doing both of those things, I've been able to create a media business where I can charge people to do either photo shoots or do videos, promotional videos and recently started doing weddings and it's become a pretty profitable side gig for me and I think that if somebody has the ability to make money doing their hobby that they should pursue it and I'm not talking about making a full-time living out of whatever you enjoy doing because I do firmly believe that when you start doing your hobbies as a job that they kind of stray from being your hobby and they become something that you might end up loathing down the line and I've seen and heard a lot of stories of people who decided to go into a business based on something that they enjoy doing just as a side gig and ended up not enjoying it either a couple years down the road or 10 years down the road And I think that it's still probably better than having your normal day job, but you lose the passion that you had when you started that hobby in the first place. So for me, when I started making videos for YouTube, hunting videos and fishing videos, I decided after a while that I can also do little promotional videos and things like that. So I started small and... I was working on just little projects that kind of caught people's attention that I was doing just in like on walks and stuff like that, just creating little cinematic videos and that kind of stuff on, especially on social media will catch people's attention and what happened for me is when I started doing those small videos I mean, they were only a couple minutes, if even a full minute, but then my gym wanted me to start doing little promotional videos for events that we were holding, and it's not a very big gym by any means, so extra money for production of a promotional video from an outside source isn't really fathomable. 
just from a budget standpoint, because it's such a small area and there's only a handful of us that work out there, we pretty much pay the money to keep the place rented out. And so I enjoy doing it just because I enjoy making the videos. And so after you started making videos like that, that go up on social media and they're specifically edited to catch people's attention and promote something. In this case, I was promoting events using these videos and that kind of kick-started what now I'm doing with wedding videos. And I didn't get paid for any of those promotional videos. I had to do quite a few videos for free before somebody was willing to pay me for my work which is I think a small step that a lot of people get hung up on is that if you do have a hobby like this that you can monetize you're most likely going to have to start out doing things for free and essentially it's getting that content for free like you're creating that content and somebody's letting you film it and in turn you get to use it as promotional value on your social media platforms instagram facebook page twitter if that's what you want to put it on youtube and it just brings a lot of value to you before you start making money you can show off your work and talk show what you're able to do whether that's uh, maybe you do tattooing on the side or uh, handyman work. And, I mean, there's so many other things that you could turn into a side business. It doesn't just have to be photos and video. It can be anything that you enjoy doing that you wouldn't mind making a little money on the side doing. And, you, you know, you can get creative and... It kind of gives you a push to create some create something that you wouldn't do on your own. I wouldn't have filmed weddings unless somebody asked me if I could do a wedding for them. And while I didn't make a lot of money doing that, unlike a lot of wedding videographers, I did make money on my first wedding. And that kind of helped me, it gave me the push to say, well, look how much money I made on this video. Imagine what happens when I start doing these more often and get more experience. I mean, it only gets better as you get more experience. And if you can find the people that are willing to let you get that experience by either paying you or just allowing you to, in my case, film your wedding, you know. It might not be as simple as somebody having an event that you can show up to and get the experience, but the same concept applies when you're trying to find people that are going to let you get more experience in whatever it is that you decide that you want it to start monetizing. And the more experience you get, then you can start promoting it more, using it on social media, and then before you know it, somebody eventually is going to come up to you and say, hey, I'll pay you to do this thing. And now you've had this much experience and you are doing it much better. And you can turn out a better product or 
service or whatever it is that you're providing. Now with this experience you're going to find that right off the bat you're going to attract a lot of lower budget people and that's not entirely a bad thing. The lower budget just means that you're going to make less right off the bat but those people also are they know what they're paying for. They're not paying you 10 grand for something. They're paying you maybe a couple hundred dollars, a couple maybe a thousand dollars. And it's not to say that they're getting what they pay for, but they're paying for a lack of experience and that in turn gives you experience. So it's a win-win in most situations. Now you're going to either run into people that are expecting more than they're paying for and I think that that's also an important lesson to learn along the way is also how to deal with those people and if this isn't your full-time gig or you know you're you just don't want to deal with it it's not hard for you to walk away and say well I didn't really lose out much money on that and you also get the experience of dealing with your customers that might not be as uh easy to deal with as most of the people that you're going to end up working with. And I think it's easy to take a lot of the things that I'm talking about and apply it to whatever you're doing, but using wedding films as an example, since that's what makes me the most money right now as a side gig, you're going to, I'll eventually run into a bridezilla, as most people are referring to it as, and it's just going to have to depend on the situation whether I deal with it or not because at the price point that I'm charging for these it might not be worth it for me to have to deal with that when I can just walk away from it and I haven't really lost anything. I mean I might get a bad review from walking away from something but you can justify that review to anybody that were to bring it up. If somebody's not being easy to deal with you just walk away from it. It's not the end of the world especially when you're just using these hobbies is you know side money so in saying all of that my main point is that as you start charging people you're gonna have to expect that you're not gonna be attracting the highest paying customers right off the bat you're gonna see that it's a lot of people that are more in a budget realm and that's not a bad thing you're gonna you're going to get experience, you're going to learn from a lot of these experiences that you have, and it's just ultimately going to make you create a better product or a better service, and at the end of the day, that's really all we can ask for. I mean, we're not in this to make a ton of money, we're just doing this as a way to make some extra money while doing something that we enjoy to do, and you know, for me, it's making videos, it's making sweet pictures, I mean... Anything that people want me to do as far as the media side goes, that's pretty much where I want to be. And I guess I've explained the video side of what I've been able to monetize. And the photo side isn't much different. Basically, I was posting pictures on mostly my Facebook page. And a lot of people that I'm friends with or through friends of friends... Uh, noticed that I was taking professional looking pictures and have hired me to do uh, photo shoots like family shoots I've done a wedding I have two more weddings lined up in the next year 
which I would rather do wedding video as opposed to photo, but I'm not going to discriminate one way or another. Uh, I think that I'm going to enjoy taking wedding photos, so, um, but in the, the grand scheme of things, they're both about the same. I mean, people pay more for video than they do for photos, and at least they pay me more for videos than they do for photos, but uh, it's it's the same concept. And you can take these concepts and ideas that I'm talking about and apply them to anything that you're interested in doing. I mean, you can take this further. You can take this to a point where it becomes your full-time job. You just have to also remember that you're not going to feel the same way about it as a full-time gig as you do as a hobby. And whether that makes you create something better because it's your full-time gig or makes you kind of loathe the idea of whatever it is that you've taken on, you're just going to have to decide whether that's worthwhile for you or not. And in most cases, I would have to assume that it is going to be worthwhile for you to make a full-time living doing something that you enjoy doing. But everybody's different. So I also wanted to touch on the fact that not everything that you're doing as a side gig will produce you money. You can also look into working with other companies and trading your skills for products or promotion or whatever it is that you want. In my case, I have found that companies that I work with and provide media content for promotion pretty much will exchange any kind of product that you're looking for. Now for me, I've I brought the idea up to a company called Real Geese Decoys, and Craig Mintz, who owns the company, who I hope to have on the podcast at some point, uh, we exchanged my media services for products of his, in this case it was decoys. Now, to most people that might seem like it's not a fair trade, but you have to kind of talk to the company and figure out what it is that they're looking for and what you expect from them for your services. And for me, getting decoys in exchange for giving them promotional material is a no-brainer because I'd be spending money on that stuff anyway, but I found a way to take what I'm good at and what I enjoy doing as a hobby and turning that into something that gives me products that I would already use. And for me, that's the, the best scenario. I don't feel like I'm being paid, so I don't feel like it's a job or a gig. I can take these products and use them for whatever it is that I'm using, for example, or whatever I'm doing. For example, I was... At the time that I spoke with Craig, I was training my dog. And so I told him, well, while I'm training my dog and I have to start introducing him to having decoys in the field, I will start running him through these decoys and I'll just take my camera and I can snap a few photos each time that I'm training with him. So for a few sessions, I took my camera out. I 
set up the decoys and I was running him in a way that he was getting good training and at the same time I was getting good photos. Then I was able to send those photos to him and they were able to use them on their Facebook and Instagram accounts. So some companies you'll find pay a lot of money for their marketing and for uh, media material and stuff like that. So they're more than happy to give you some product in exchange for your services because more than likely for them it's cheaper to give you the products but you would be spending more money on the products anyway. So why not try to find a way that both parties can be happy? It's much easier for me to get free products and then just go out and shoot. And I feel like then I have the freedom to do it whenever I please because these guys aren't paying me and expecting me to give them something right away or in a like a time frame. It's just, hey, take these products, use them, take photos, take video, and then send them to us. And I recently did some photos just one day I was bored, set up these decoys in my backyard, and took photos, and they used one of the photos that I sent them, and a thousand... 1500 people liked them or liked the photo there's like 150 shares on it and while that doesn't have my name on it and people don't know that I did it it at least makes me feel good that I gave them material that they were able to use to market their products and I feel like that kind of exposure shows my worth to them and I'll have more opportunities to get products in exchange for the material that I provide to them. And I've also made a video for them for a uh, product that's just coming out. I don't know if they'll use it or not, but I didn't spend a lot of time on that video. And it was still a sweet video, so if they decide to use it, it's going to get views. But if not, neither one of us were out a whole bunch of money or time He's out some product, which he makes at wholesale anyway, and I took some photos of them. And they would have paid a premium price for a photographer to come in and stage that stuff. But both parties are happy. That's really all you can ask for. So if you can take something like that and apply it to whatever it is that you're doing, whether you have a YouTube channel and you review products, well... You start reviewing products that you've already bought and soon enough people are going to reach out and offer you products. That happened with me. I did a couple reviews on some some products like GoPros and stuff like that that I use to film my hunts and fishing videos. And I reviewed like one microphone that I had bought for a camera. And oddly enough for this podcast... I haven't bought a single microphone. I have three microphones sitting here and one more on the way because people have decided that these companies reached out to me and said that they needed reviewers for their products. Well, I wanted to start a podcast, so I accepted one of the one of the microphones and have had two other companies contact me about giving me microphones. So, That's pretty cool that I haven't had to pay a single dime for this podcast and I've got 
I've got a boom arm here, two pop filters, three microphones. Uh, I mean, like, it's pretty incredible what happens when you start taking the things that you're good at and applying them in a way that you can obtain not only products but money. And I'm sure that for any other hobby that somebody wants to get their feet wet and trying to get either monetizing it in any way that you'll find a way to do it it's not it's not the hobby that would hold you back it's the way that you're promoting what you're able to do and there's a lot of people that don't want to make any money off whatever they're doing and that's perfectly fine but there's plenty of ways to to make a little bit of money by doing something that you're already doing and that you enjoy doing. So you might as well, even if it takes a little bit of time and effort out of your normal schedule, you can use that money that you make to buy more stuff that you like to use and do. Like I've bought so many cameras and camera gear and computer gear and this computer with money that I've made doing side gigs for photos and for video production it's really a no-brainer it takes a little bit of editing time it takes a little bit of shooting time but at the end of the day if you're making money off of it and you're getting the things that you were already going to pay for and somebody else is paying you you might as well do it and really there's no downside to it if you don't like what you're doing or you don't like how it feels when you're doing it for money then just stop doing it but it's always it's, it's worth trying and seeing if you like it and then you can go ahead and say well maybe this is something that I would really like to do and then you can kind of promote it more and set up Facebook pages Instagram accounts and just see what happens I'm sure there's been so many people that end up doing this stuff full-time and haven't lost any of their interest in it as a hobby but they just started, you know, producing or making or creating whatever it is that they like doing. And all of a sudden, somebody offered them money to do it. It's it's a no-brainer as far as I'm concerned. I feel like everybody should at least try it. And if you don't like it, then don't do it. But for me, this year, or at least in the next year, I have... I think eight wedding videos to do, two wedding photo shoots, and I mean those are all going to make me somewhere between fourteen and eighteen thousand dollars, and that's going to be a lot of extra money that I can use for anything. There's sky's the limit with that. I mean I can book more wedding videos if I want to buy something more expensive, or like we're going to be trying to work on our house. Well, there's some extra money, and it's all because. I've obtained these skills just because I've become so passionate about these hobbies and it's becoming, it's paying itself off at this point because now it's worth something. But I've also got, you know, more work with real geese coming up. That's going to create more opportunities for me and I can also probably get more product out of it or get paid for it it you know it, it doesn't really matter how that one shakes out but as far as like getting more product and 
making it worth my investment and my worth my while, it's always nice to get something in return for whatever I'm doing. So I'm also going to be doing more YouTube reviews, and I'm sure that there will be more companies that reach out and give me products for that. And it's just such a nice feeling knowing that whatever you're doing for fun can also make you money. And hopefully this podcast kind of either gave you some ideas or made you think about ways that you can monetize whatever you're doing and hopefully you guys can start applying these to make a little bit extra money or get some free stuff out of it you know whatever it is hopefully you guys found this useful and you know educational to to an extent of trying to figure out what you can do with your hobbies so I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode, and I appreciate everybody tuning in. Hopefully in the next couple weeks I can get a guest on. Um, We've got hunting coming up. Next week hunting starts, so we'll have a podcast talking about that. Um, I have a new microphone coming so that there's less background noise. I'm trying to increase the value of the show just to, you know, because I want people to enjoy listening to it. And yeah, I appreciate you guys tuning in and we will catch you on the next one.